Hi everybody, I'm Mekki. I uh, I'm Moroccan. Most of my family still lives over there in Africa, so I don't know why I look like this either. But um, <laughs> Moroccans are supposed to be like really hot or something, but every now and again they pop out looking like logic. So that's <laughs> what so happened to me. It's all you know how annoying it is to look like logic every day. Out of all the rappers, that's the rapper. Every other rapper is like, I'll do whatever I want, I'll shoot people. Logic is like, if you're like depressed, there's people you could talk to. <laughs> like, every, every rapper is like, I have 15 cars. Logic's like, I'm really getting bullied online a lot. Like, but yeah, I'm, I'm Moroccan and uh, people say weird stuff about it, especially now. They're like, was that ever hard for you? Were people ever like racist to you? And it's like, does it look like anybody has ever been racist to me? <laughs> you think I'm going around telling racist people my family's Arab? No, they don't think that I'm Arab. Honestly, racist people think that I'm racist. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking blend in here, everybody. You know, if there's a group of people running around like, what's up, man, we're the Steve haters. We beat the shit out of everybody named Steve. What's your name? I don't know, fucking not Steve, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> You know, people say crazy stuff. They're like, oh, you're Moroccan. Does that mean you can like say the N-word? And it's like, first of all, you don't know how that word works. <laughs> They're like, no, but you could just explain that your family is from Africa. It's like, let me tell you something. If I say the N-word, there's no one standing around like, well, let's let him explain. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> But I don't know. I never, I never got bullied for it because I look like this mostly. Um, but I did get bullied just for like weird stuff. Like when you're a kid, you get bullied for things that don't really make sense. Like one time I got bullied for taking a shit. <laughs> Some kid just slid under the stall door. It was in fifth grade. And he was like, ew, shitter. <laughs> and then slithered away and told the class. <laughs> And I had to go back there and be like, guys, that's what that room is for. I don't know. Also, why is it not weird that there's a kid sliding around on the bathroom floor? Is this your king? Is this? We're gonna hear testimony from a guy that has pee on his shirt. That's, all right, great. But they're all using like fifth grade brains. So they're like, look man, he was checking to see if you were taking a shit and you were, so. That's on you, bro. There's nothing we could do. Our hands are tied, unfortunately. <laughs> you know? Dude, when you're a little kid, you get bullied for stuff that you're not even doing. Just like hypotheticals. People come up to you, they're like, hey man, if you had an earring, what ear would you put it in? <laughs> it's so much pressure to answer that when you're a little kid. It's like, it's like you're on a game show. You're like, uh, I don't know, the right? And they're like, survey says, eh, you're gay. <laughs> We're all nine years old. None of us can afford jewelry. And they're like, yeah, but now we know that if you could afford jewelry, you would own it in a gay way. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think kids are gonna be that homophobic in 2019, but I do think they'll keep mercilessly bullying each other. And I think it's gonna start being about their actual personalities. And that's gonna be terrifying for some of these kids, you know? Could you imagine just a huddle of bullies around somebody? Like, hey, Trevor, you're unreliable. Like, oh. <laughs> the meanest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> just like, you flake on plans and don't finish projects, you start. Fuck you, Trevor. Like, oh. I don't care if you're gay, you lack follow through. Oh. 
you know? The teacher's gonna come over like, all right, everybody, why don't we go back to the racial slurs? This is too much for Trevor, I think. He's like, you do have some unfinished assignments though, Trevor. You should listen to these kids. Making some good points about your work ethic, I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm glad that that's done. I'm glad to not be a little kid anymore. I have a girlfriend now, it's great. She's the best. And uh, yeah, one woo, that might be her. She's here. Um, no, I, I, I think it's great because I was terrible at being single. I, I was single for years and years and I like, okay, have you guys ever been single for so long that you start accidentally taking your friends on dates? I would like hit up my friends to hang out and they're like, yeah, I can chill this weekend, but I don't want to go to the aquarium again. <laughs> I, was I was getting them gifts. I got my buddy a hoodie, it wasn't even a holiday. He was like, what is this for? I was like, ah. <laughs> I spent all my time reading my ex-girlfriend's food blog. It wasn't even interesting. It was just the only place she forgot to block me. So, I had to check. <laughs> there are no photos of her, but she writes about salad a lot. So I know she looks great, which is frustrating. There's a week where it was all pastries. I was like, she's coming back, but that didn't happen. The hardest part of that was always like reading it and then having to follow the recipe to find out whether or not it's enough food for two people. Like that's the only way I can tell if she moved on, you know? My roommate keeps coming in the kitchen like, hey man, that's a lot of pasta. I'm like, it's not that much pasta, okay? This is a normal amount. I'm gonna eat this by myself for sure. I'm eating it later, I'm like, this is so much fucking pasta. This is enough for three people, what does that mean? Very negative. You know? I'm not good at being in a relationship either though, you know, like, I don't know. My, my girlfriend now, she's like much hotter than me, which means that I have to tell a bunch of little lies to make sure that she doesn't find out about that, you know? Like, like we've been dating for two years and she still thinks that I laugh like this. <laughs> Definitely. So. Not great, <laughs> you know? But I don't know. I, did, I dated this one girl in college for like a year, and uh, this is true, that relationship ended because after a year she left me for one of the Temple University basketball players. That was my school. And um, it was tough, you know? Cause like, she's right, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's, it's always hard going through a breakup when the other person has made just like the objectively correct decision. And this guy, he's like a division one athlete, right? So I didn't underestimate how tall he was gonna be or how ripped he was gonna be, but I definitely underestimated how many posters of him there were around campus. You know, a lot of people go through a breakup. Not everybody has to see a 10 foot banner of her new boyfriend going like this. I swear to God, <laughs> there's a billboard of this guy on campus where he's gripping a basketball and it just says, it's our time. I'm like, well, I don't know if it's our time. Uh, feels pretty distinctly like your time right now. I'm gonna be, you know, the worst part is my roommates were all huge fans. So they would watch all the games and I'd have to listen to announcers on ESPN talk about this guy and say a bunch of stuff I didn't want to hear at all, you know? Stuff like, uh, like oh, Jim. We just look at the incredible strength and stamina of this young athlete. I'm like, all right, that's about enough of that. Uh, no thanks. They're like, oh, Steve, you don't have to tell me this guy does nothing but 
dominate whatever's in front of him. Like, oh, Jim, I mean, could you just imagine with this kind of raw power and speed, I mean, just how hard he fucks Emily, it's gotta be. 